Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought in a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Locke and the this is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. Hi, I'm Bruce Falconer. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We are joined here tonight for another sit and talk interview with Bruce Falconer from Falconer Music Productions. Let's talk about the updates regarding his Dragon Amnesty Kickstarter and more. Bruce, how you doing tonight? Very good, thanks. Uh, nice to see you guys again. Yeah. I know, and we have some fantastic news. So last time that we talked, uh, Dragon Amnesty, uh, I think we had three weeks for the Kickstarter, uh, the Dragon Amnesty Kickstarter. And I think about two weeks after that interview, uh, we had changed from Dragon Amnesty to Dragon Amnesty Now. And um, Dragon Amnesty Now absolutely crushed uh, the goal that you set uh, with 116 backers and $7,561 um, that was supported. Uh, first off, congratulations. And uh, I'd love to hear about the uh, Dragon Amnesty Now project. Yeah, my backers were just absolutely fantastic. Uh, I really appreciate them, and I'm going to be sharing all kinds of goodies, uh, music and memorabilia, uh, sheet music, and things that uh, go back to uh, um, the beginning of Dragon Ball Z when I was writing. And I've got some manuscript archives I pulled out of the closet um, to um, share with certain tiers of the uh, Dragon Amnesty. I changed it to Dragon Amnesty now so that we could uh, meet a, a, a goal that I think that people were willing to uh, support. And and then I was very pleased at how it came in at 150% of my expectations there. And you guys rock. I was so thankful to my backers on Kickstarter. Um, I'm working on the writing the music right now and it's going to be a an awesome journey over this next couple of months while i write this music i um, have some new software and new hardware that's all music based i'm going to use that to uh, integrate newer sounds with some of the old classic dragon ball z sound that i uh, used back in the day and I think that's going to be really fantastic. I know one of the first updates that we've made uh, after hitting the Kickstarter goal, once it concluded, 
you're working on a t-shirt design and uh, I believe the base graphic for some of this uh, was by Tristan Shell and these are different variations uh, of the design. So uh, for those that supported your offering, uh, three different shirt designs uh, for the tiers that are able to get those. Uh, the first one here is the Dragon Amnesty with a really nice red background. The Falconer Productions logo here on the right. The option B is a little bit more simple, though I do really enjoy this font. You have a red Dragon Amnesty uh, design. And then the third one here is a little bit more red in the logo. And you also have the Falconer Productions logo here in the middle. Um, do you have a, a lead on which one of these might be winning out, or is it still a discussion at this point with the uh, the backers? Well, my backers are still coming. We've got a lot of response, and uh, we're waiting to hear from a few more of them. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm waiting to till all the votes are cast. Yeah, there you go. You got to count the votes, right? And uh, <laughs> stop the count. <laughs> don't want to stop the count. <laughs> count and, the votes. Uh, it's it's interesting. The uh, the logo stuff was kind of a collaboration. Um, my uh, my significant other, Lisa, my wife, started with some of the features of the logo, and uh, Tristan Shell picked it up and really added some nice nuances. And he uh, he took the font to a new level and, and really. Yeah really made it uh rock it it's uh how it's you know the fonts kind of cracking uh is is really cool i really enjoyed that um yeah iteration of the uh, of the of the view of, of what it looked like uh -huh. and the subtleties of where the where the falcon you know is in a few of the designs it's more back in the background out of the way mm-hmm I liked the one design too, um, where it talked about having a new a new composition, a, a new work by. It's in the really fine print there, hard to see, but. Um, oh yes, there we go. And then in uh, so that's in design B, I guess, where it has yeah. that, and design A has some kanji in it, so that's kind of cool. Fantastic, yes. So there's a lot about it I like on each one of them, so it's it's a hard decision. And whichever uh, shirt design wins, will that also be the cover work that will be made for the digital download and then for the physical release, or is, are those separate uh, graphics? That's a good question. Uh, it's still kind of up in the air, and I'll probably interact with uh, my backers of uh, Kickstarter too to see, you know, yeah. if they have a preference there too. Yeah, because I really appreciate those guys, and they're they're like uh, they've become. Um, my partners in executive production. And so I really value their opinions. Yeah. We have a guy on our team that is just like that. We'll have like this really awful sticky note drawing of like, Hey, can, is this possible? And his name is Manny. He'll come through and uh, give us something fantastic. And, and I think, you know, having a good graphic, I mean, it, it it's just appealing, right? It, it, you know, going from, um, I think they say most Kickstarters don't get funded. And if you look at the ones that don't, usually there's not a lot of uh, eye-catching stuff on the page. It's just, you know, a bunch of text. And and uh, I got to imagine that the artwork probably played a part in, in getting that funded. Absolutely. Um, I think that artwork is very important in um, getting people interested. 
uh, just like a video might be as well. Yeah. And it it goes back to uh, the days of when you had CDs on the shelf. If the artwork uh, wasn't very good, you were, you were not going to get noticed. And so that was always a real challenge uh, with how to portray my Dragon Ball Z music without using uh, the actual uh, licensed Dragon Ball Z images. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which was another story for another day. Another another episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, this one here, uh, if people did still want to uh, pledge towards uh, Dragon Amnesty, it looks like the Kickstarter is closed. And so I know you had mentioned that you're working on uh, launching a Patreon. And I guess that might be the best way if people, uh, fans of yours or fans of the uh, Dragon Ball music, uh, wanted to help fund uh, the creation of part one or the creation of the actual physical recordings. Uh, you do have a Patreon. Did you want to talk a little bit about your different tiers and some of the benefits that you offer at those tiers? Um, sure. This is just brand new. And I was the, the one drawback of a Kickstarter is that you do all this contacting of the people out there that you know might be interested in what you're doing and, and then it's over. And um, so there's all this energy spilling over from those couple of months, especially because we had to reboot the Kickstarter. Yeah. um, Because they, they don't let you just kind of like backtrack. So we, we had to create, the uh, Kickstarter 2.0, yeah, with Dragon Amnesty now, and so now you know some people still want to uh, join in, and so I thought, well, how am I going to capture people's interest and let them share in this thing too, in uh, a way that they can be equal, equally vested in it, like the Kickstarter backers are, and I thought, well, if I create this. Patreon, this will go on farther into the, uh, it doesn't have a time limit. Yeah. So people can become um, patrons. So we just opened this thing up. And uh, if you're listening, I'd love you to be a Patreon patron for my uh, patreon.com slash Bruce Falconer. It's easy to find. And uh, the guys have it up here. And the tiers are like, I was trying to figure out, well, what are the tiers that I would want to, want to have? And I wanted to have it be inclusive and not just exclusive. So yeah. I've got the $3 per month thing. And um, people at that level get uh, uh, to have digital content and some back, uh, backstage kind of stuff, uh, some percentage off of CDs that I have in my um, repertoire now, not only the nine Dragon Ball Z soundtracks, but Scenes in the Dark uh, is another one. I don't know if that can go up at the same time. Are yeah. we outside there? There we go. So this is this is one of my uh, CDs that we just recently released, Scenes in the Dark. And um, I think I'm going to have some more coming too. Uh, from some other uh, musical plays that I have uh, 
that have just never been released. Yeah. So the uh, the official patron can can join and 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 be a part of it, and people can always upgrade too. And then the uh, the all access patron, uh, what was which was my second tier of four, um, has just a little bit more some early access to songs um, and releases and um, talk about fine print here. Yeah. And, and uh, the first three things that the, uh, the regular tier gets uh, uh, are included in there. Yeah. And it spills over into the producer um, um, level, which is the third tier and you get your name in the next CD that's going to come out. And um, you can also get copies of handwritten lyrics or music manuscripts. Um, I've got a lot of different music out there, and I was thinking of tying this into um, getting to know some of my other music, um, my piano music, my yeah. orchestra music, music. Uh, songs just all kinds of stuff as uh, i have out there to release um and quarterly live zoom meetups with me so i was going to have this kind of a like a meeting where they could ask me questions and i could talk about music and everything there's also a, a fourth tier here and i was inspired by this to do this fourth tier because in my uh dragon amnesty now one of the um uh, actual backers uh, went for the highest tier on Dragon Amnesty. Yeah. It was just totally awesome. We're going to have lessons on writing music for anime, and um, he'll have um, a, a, a good series of lessons with me. And so then that inspired this Patreon uh, tier where you, um, what did I call it? Lower that a little bit. Uh, it was called the University, uh, University Masterclass. Masterclass Patron. I had changed it uh, to that just uh, yesterday, so I was, I was trying to provide a, a accurate description. Yeah. So the people who would sign up for this would get um, music compositions with me, so composing for film and composing for anime and just the back scenes of how to, how I've done it, how I did it for Dragon Ball Z, uh, how I did it uh, for pretty much all my uh, music-to-picture uh, career, mm -hmm. which is uh, a long time now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, working um, on some feature films that are still in development, Um and in the meantime, just releasing another new release, um, my uh, little Spark uh, CD soundtracks. And uh, this is not the uh, official um, image, but it, it's one of the working in progress images that the book was originally. And if you go to my, my social media page, um, you can see the uh, the actual um, a little spark book is posted up there. But back to that uh, that uh, 
Patreon. Yes. Yeah. You guys still there? Yes. Sorry, we're trying to switch over to uh, the different uh, tabs here. Okay. So back to the Patreon University Masterclass. Um, the, the lessons will be huge. And yeah. I was going to do that in small group. Um, three, maybe one to three people, three to five people. I'm just yeah. going to sort of do that as I go. I, uh, my past background, although I've been a composer in my career for the past three decades, that's a long time. Wow. <laughs> um, I started out as a university professor and, and the official title was a assistant professor, which is the, uh, there in the university levels, you may know you, you have assistant professor, associate professor. And then you have full professor. And so when you're a beginner and I was a young, um, just out of uh, finishing my doctorate at in composition, and I became an assistant professor and did that for several years. Um, but my craving of writing music was more of what I really wanted to do. And so I made a, enormous jump back in that day and uh, stopped uh, teaching at university and just started writing music. So I thought at this point in my career, I wanted to um, share some of that experience and some of what I know about writing music for, for film and television and, and kind of help the uh, up and coming composers who want to do this. Yeah. And that's a great uh, price point because I know master classes are kind of um, hot right now. There's a lot of different uh, sites offering them. But the thing is, you're paying $200 for one master class, but all you're really watching is like three or four hours of pre recorded videos. There's no back and forth. If you have questions, you don't really get answers to them. Um, and, uh, you know, being able to pay that and have, you know, weekly composition one-on-ones or, you know, three-on-ones, uh, I think that's invaluable, especially for someone that's been in it as long as you have and, you know, has obviously found some great success in composition. So, I mean, I think that's a great tier, especially if you're a college student or a graduate student and uh, you want to take it to the next level in composition. I think, I think that's a small price to pay for something like that. And it, and it really will be live one-on-one. -on -one. Um, we'll all be on Zoom or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it will be featuring the people who are the masterclass students. And I will be teaching them and also getting to hear what I send them off to do. They'll come back on different days and they'll they'll play some of what they've been working on. And I'll give them musical criticism, musical ideas, and feedback. So um, it really will be a learning experience back and forth, that interaction, which you would have gotten in the classroom, too. I, I know in my graduate uh, experience, there were a few seminar kinds of classes up in the upper tier of, of your graduate courses where you'd have a couple of people um, and you you talk a certain 
about a certain subject or be maybe a composition class or or something where you collaborated and shared what you were working on. And um, it was a nice feedback uh, and different experience than uh, the other kinds of composition classes I had with my full professors uh, mm-hmm. who were, you know, composers of who are known throughout the world for, for what they have written as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, one-on-one is great. And, and so some of this, I'm sure will be one-on-one divided uh, with the different uh, people who would be participating. If I get a, a large um, desire to, and a lot of people who are signing up for this, I'll, I'll do it in multiple um, classes where it just has three to five people mm-hmm. and I'll have, you know, uh, as many classes as I need to where they have that level of uh, contact with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have anything like 30 people in one, one session. That would be crazy. Yeah. So it, it's going to be very, uh, very good deal for the people who sign up for that. I remember when I was in college and uh, I would, I wasn't like the greatest student, but I would every once in a while miss a class. And then I got lectured by my parents one time. They're like, you know, this class, it's, it's like $60 a class, right? If for a three a week class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you're in an auditorium with 500 students, right? And if, I mean, again, if you think about it, you know, for a month of composition with, with, with yourself, I mean, that's, uh, if you're serious about getting into composition, I mean, that's, you, you can certainly spend $200 in a much worse way. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> There's way worse ways of spending that money. Well, there'll be like four classes each, yeah. each month. Yeah, that's so fantastic. Somebody could be with me for, you know, six months, a year if they want. Yeah. They'll be getting four classes a month. It'll it'll be almost like a, a college course. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, the the gentleman who took advantage of my Kickstarter, so that backer, he's going to have 10 one-on-one composition lessons. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, so I think that's a that's a fair uh, kind of a value as well. Yeah. And each each one is slightly different, but both equally fair in, yeah. in contact time. So um, they get me for just about like a – I'm figuring a, a reasonable college course. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, about, I think – yeah, I think that's uh, – like that's a one a one hour credit course would probably be equivalent <laughs> price. There you go. Um, so I know this part of the uh, Dragon Amnesty now was the phase one part, and uh, the estimated uh, potential release of Dragon Amnesty is somewhere around February twenty twenty one. Do you see that date moving back at all due to COVID at this point, or is February twenty twenty one a pretty decent estimate? I think it's a pretty decent estimate, and uh, I've. Uh, written this much music in way faster time. Yeah, I bet. So, uh, um, I want to spend some time on it and, and just kind of like, this is our piece and I want to play with the ideas. That makes it, that makes it more time intensive thinking about what you want to do. But um, it, um, 
it's a realistic time frame. Yeah, I you're right. I mean you you've done I think it's two hundred plus episodes of Dragon Ball Z, which is uh so good. Two hundred and twenty four some something like that. Yeah. Um, did you have any shout outs that you wanted to give to any of the backers specifically or any, any of the individuals that have helped you along with this project throughout the way? Well, as a group, I want to shout out the, all the backers on, on Dragon Amnesty now. Thanks guys. And, and, and ladies, um, I, ladies and gentlemen, I, I really appreciate, um, that you, I have, uh, signed up for this and supported me in this commission. And I think it's really great that there's a platform out there uh, that allows us to come together and, and create a commission. It, it wouldn't have happened in this kind of scale. I, I do get commissions uh, and they're generally from one entity or one person or or a production company, that kind of thing. Yeah. So this this one's kind of a different uh, a different thing, and the uh, Patreon slash Bruce Falconer is going to be likewise a uh, a different uh, sort of a commissioning, and so it, it's it's very cool. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully that that coming alive too, just like Dragon Amnesty now did. Yeah. And thanks, guys, too, for the patience of transforming it from Dragon Amnesty to Dragon Amnesty now because of the constraints of Kickstarter. And yeah, I think you guys did a great job with uh, getting everyone on board because I know I'm like the worst procrastinator. <laughs> so if someone's not constantly like reminding me, hey, this needs to get done, it, I just could like forget. And you guys were so good with the communication um you know it wasn't too much it was just the right amount that i was able to find my way to the uh to the new uh kickstarter um but i'm i'm glad to be a part of you know dragon amnesty now and uh we definitely yeah, can't wait to see what it ends up being appreciate that i got a shout out too for for all the uh, all the people out there who um accepted my posts and it's it's like you know that y'all are real patient and i i guess it was uh for for me it's like wow this is a hard thing to 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 do and and yet i want to write music for these people who want me to write music for them right and and so it was like how do i balance this um between wanting to write music for you you guys out there and and I think this this platform uh, is is helping do that, the Kickstarter platform and the Patreon platform. Yeah, if you ever have any questions with uh, Patreon, definitely hit us up. We've been using it for I think like eight or nine months now, and it's honestly fantastic. I was so scared to use it at first. I was like really hesitant. I, was like, I don't know, like almost like you. Like we, I didn't think that people would be willing to, you know, help us with the show. Like, there's a lot like, of love out there and out yeah, exactly. of like, affection for what we do. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate. That's always been my applause. But for the for the longest time, it w- it came through. People would email me, and I would answer their emails. Yeah. yeah, and that's been going on for two decades now. 
Yeah. yeah and uh, with our- sometimes I even get phone calls. People, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm not hiding my address. My address is on my website. My phone yeah. is on my website. Um, both the uh, my falconerproductions.com website and and my cakemixrecording.com website. We're here to help and serve the people who want us. And so every once in a while, somebody will be a, a Dragon Ball Z fan and they'll call me up and, and say, hey, and we'll have a uh, a nice conversation for a little bit. That's that's awesome. And uh, I know yeah. some some of my composer friends would never never do that. And it's like uh, they, they just uh, don't even answer the emails they get. I can't. I can't fathom. Yeah, Zach and I make ourselves readily available to not yeah. just our Patreons, but like the people in our our podcast group, and we just have so much fun interacting with them. Like it's the applause day to day. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's like I I don't go concertize anymore. Very, it'd be very rare if I did. But I haven't in a long time. Yeah, and and this is the applause you get for your work behind the scenes. Yeah. So, as a as a film composer, you kind of become a a hermit, and you're sequestered in your your room, writing music and um, agonizing over what the best way to to have something be expressed and mm-hmm. and performed and the the nuances of the performance and everything. And so then later on, when somebody emails you or or contacts you on Facebook and all of those things. It's, it's really nice because it becomes the applause for it. Yeah. hundred percent agree. In fact, we got to a point where we, you know, we felt pretty good with the Patreon. Like we had the, two, we had two tiers on ours and uh, it's been that way ever since we started. And then we had people ask like, well, can you guys make another tier that's more expensive? And we never thought, like, we thought at some point they'd be like, hey, can we make a cheaper tier? Yeah. Uh, but we had a handful of guys that said, yeah, as soon as the next uh, cycle rolls around, we're going to up the Patreon uh, tier. Cool. And that was uh, huge. Was like a, confidence. Yeah. Um, like, wow, can we? In us. I do want to have some shout outs. Yes, oh, please, please, please. Awesome. I want to shout out. Hey, hey, Tristan Shell, you've been magnificent with the the artwork. It's so awesome. You introduced me to the Sandit. Sandusky newspaper in Ohio and shout out to Patrick Fanner, the writer who did the article in the Sandusky uh, paper. And I would also like to shout out um, the Dallas observer writer, um, Danny Gallagher. And um, also, you know, once again, I want to shout out to my backers on, on Kickstarter for dragon amnesty. Now you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for that. And and patreon.com uh, slash Bruce Falconer. I know it's just getting started. It's just uh, an infant. Uh, yeah. Spawned a few days ago. So uh, I'm hoping that that will grow. <laughs> yeah, it will. There's an old saying, if you build it, they'll come. And, and, and I really think that, you know, someone that's as revered as you, I think, I think there'll definitely be some DBZ fans that are going to pony up. Um, can we also give a quick shout out here to little spark? Absolutely. Uh, oh my, thank you so much. You guys are awesome in keeping me on task. Yeah. When, when we got, when we I got love- lost a little earlier, I was trying to pull it up and my computer was like lagging and I was like, Oh no. I want to shout out to Chris Parsons, who is a magnificent man 
and he is he's just one of those uh, souls who has a light to the world. And this this little book for children and anybody could benefit from it, but it, it is an awesome, dear project to me. Chris and I have written 12 songs and they just came out on Amazon at Amazon Music. Uh, and the book just uh, premiered October 1st. And within the book, it is a, uh, a a regular book, but it's interactive. And there are those uh, Q code, QR codes, and the songs will come up in the book um, as you're reading the book with your children. And um, so the the age range is uh, younger kids all the way through uh older uh kids and and adults can have certain enjoyment on different levels so it's for everybody and um chris is just magnificent it's been fabulous working uh and collaborating on on the songs and uh we're looking forward to more to come and uh hoping that people will think about a little spark for the holidays because yeah it's a, a great uh thing for the for the little ones in your life i'm looking and at it right now a lot of the yeah. dragon ball z fans out there i know you guys are about to have kids and this is something that you'll want to share with your children because it's very special it um covers everything that you'd want um your kids to to grow up knowing and the story is just dear it's a very sweet story and uh, this is just the the beginning of a little spark so we're looking forward to uh, great things for the little spark the music and there's also the audiobook and we really went wild on the audiobook and it has sound effects and the story was told, uh, shout out to Brandon McInnes, the, uh, the actor who was the voice actor who did the narration on The Little Spark. And I did the sound design and the music underneath and uh, Chris's story, Chris Parsons' story. And so the, the audio book is just magnificent to listen to. It's, it's uh, almost uh, like you're listening to a radio theater yeah, we'll put the link for a little spark and your Patreon in the uh, the show notes. Uh, here's a quick review of a little spark. Our panel of judges really felt this book merited a place on our list of the best family-friendly media products that parents and educators can feel confident in using uh, by Don Matheson, CEO of the Mom's Choice Awards. And uh, the book did get a gold medal by that company. And you can get the book for $20 on Amazon Prime. Uh, or you can get it for Kindle for eight fifty. So if you're a, wanting to check that out, my, I have a three year old, so uh, I think this will be uh, it's maybe a, this will be a Christmas uh, gift for her. I think I'm gonna. In fact, once I get paid, I'm gonna place an order for this book. But yeah, it has five stars rating right now, and it's the number metal. one. Uh, it's the number one um, Amazon Music book uh, when it uh, released in October. So it, yeah. It's uh, it, it got that recognition from Amazon as well. Yeah, this looks uh, 
this looks very exciting. Yeah, your daughter um, will really enjoy it. Uh, yeah. And it's something you can sit there with her and read mm -hmm. and then take the QR code and uh, listen to the song that's accompanying that part of the story. And there's a back section of the book, too, where you can uh, – this is a really cool feature. You can, again, use the QR codes, and you can take selfies with the Little Spark characters. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, they'll, the, the kids will really enjoy that, that feature of, 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 the, uh, of the book itself, too. So that's part of the interactive features of it, I think. Love it. Uh, we'll definitely put some uh, links to that in the description. Bruce, thank you so much for your time tonight. I know you're a busy guy. But uh, we'll definitely look forward to future updates on Dragon Amnesty and with a little spark. Uh, Dean, do you have anything else you wanted to add? Just thanks for coming by again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hey, hanging with you. Yeah, he kind of sprung it on me. Uh, <laughs> not last minute, but he's like, hey, don't forget our interview. I was like, well, another one? Like, <laughs> you're kidding me. <laughs> oh, that was very exciting. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm glad to hang out tonight with you guys. It was uh, a lot of fun. Thank you for your uh, support and for interviewing me. And uh, I just uh, appreciate uh, what you can what you've done in in helping me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you deserve it. You you've made the music to our childhood. So this is the least we could do uh, for uh, you know for someone that's done so much for us. I appreciate uh, that. Anyways, guys, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Bruce Falconer. Thanks, uh, everybody, for watching. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Ciao now.